What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 435 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. And today, it's our last day in studio for FRL because... Ever. Yeah, forever. They're getting are, kicked out? They're condemning yeah. this studio. Yeah, I got foreclosed upon. There's a, there's some situations with Spay and Nomad and, that, you know, they had to... It was condemned, basically. Oh, boy. Yeah, so... I didn't know that either. No, it's our last day this week here, per se, because myself, the Wrestling Nomad, and Andrew Spencer Spay, among others, will be making our way to Las Vegas for CKLV. However, help is on the way. Talked with our super producer, Kyle, and he's going to help make it so we can have some sort of a bootleg FRL on the ground in the arena. And uh, so, yeah, we'll do it that sometime. It'll be the afternoon for you. Um, so stay tuned on the exact time there, but we were we will do that. Um, so cool. At the top, um, before getting into intros and all that, want to make a mention. Uh, Coach Brands announced yesterday that Brandon Sorensen, four-time All-American for the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia basically last weekend. And so, obviously, if you don't know much about Brandon, he was a stud wrestler. He's from Iowa, went to Iowa, four-time All-American NCAA finalist. Um, just a really solid dude, really great 49-pounder for them, a uh, real staple of their lineup. And um, obviously, it's a young guy with a really serious disease. There's a, there's a GoFundMe that we have tweeted and we put up on the site and Nomad will put it in the show notes mm -hmm. today for you to give to as of this morning and it just went up yesterday it's already at $56,000 which is great um, a great start and I know that you know we're going to continue to to pump that as much as we can and hope to get that number even higher it's at 59,000 just like that you guys continue to give which is amazing and um you know, one one thing, reading the description in the GoFundMe, it says he he will lose his health insurance in nine months. So I don't I don't know why that's happening or what what that's about. But man, um, t t you know, cancer treatment is is crazy expensive. So he's gonna need he's gonna need the the financial support and the wrestling community comes together. Awesome uh, here already sixty thousand dollars raised, and I'm sure. You know, they had a $30,000 goal, and they've already doubled that in less than 24 hours. So awesome job, and please please give and, and keep Brandon and the Sorensen family in, in your thoughts and prayers throughout this process. I, uh, <clears throat> I The only time I've really gotten to speak to Brandon is, you know, a handful of interviews after, you know, Midlands and, and, and Akron. Um, so I cannot speak to, to know him well, but... Uh, the reaction from the community, I think, speaks volumes. And uh, although this is a, a terrible thing, it, it once again shows that the wrestling community is capable of uh, compassion and um, the ability to, to rally together. And, and um, you know, the, the message that I tried to, to convey last night when we were trying to decide what, what to do was uh, we need to rally behind Brandon Sorensen um, and, you know, and anyone else that in the wrestling community when, when times get hard. So uh, I certainly appreciate you guys doing this, and, and I hope that uh, the the Hawkeye community um, feels the appreciation as well and, and are able to get Brandon through this. It's pinned, uh, the GoFundMe is pinned to our Twitter right now too, if you cool. want to find it easily. 
Very good. Uh, it's cool to um, get on here and read the who's who's given here. Yeah. You got Kyvan Gadsden and, and Chris Ayers and Bryce Meredith and Evan Wick and George Deacon. It's uh, all over. People with no affiliation with Iowa or Sorensen. It just uh, and you can go and scroll and scroll and it's all these names. Mark Perry. You read. Uh, it, it's just really cool. So go ahead. Um, give a little something. I I remember with Richard Perry. The, he, I mean, he raised six figures, and the average donation was something like five to ten dollars. So it's just people, everyone chipping in a little bit. It adds up quickly because the wrestling community is small and tight, but there, there's actually a lot more of us than um, than you realize. So, okay, um, tough start, but you know what? Uh, needs said, needs discussed. So, uh, to my left is Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. Hello. Welcome. Stephen Kyle Brackey, back-to-back show appearances. Wow. Cannot no, be stopped. Can you be stopped? Well, Nomad tried to stop you. He did he not did. share yeah. you on the FRL document. It's been a while. I think he wants me off the show. And on Tuesday wow. when I made the document, CP just over didn't override and made another one. He's really good at that. So, yeah. That's kind of my calling card. Yeah. Just double, double documents. <laughs> and straight away, ranker extraordinaire, Andrew Spencer Spay. Yes, that is his government name. That is his actual name. He yeah, told I, me this. I can show you ID, total proof. Should. I won't, I can't show it on camera now, but yeah. Just yeah, that come up be. to me later. Look, for, ask for my driver's license. Yep. My papers. No break today, we, but we have a good problem now where we have a rotating cast of characters that we can use for yeah, FRL. You, yeah, you don't even know what's coming next either. Um, That's a tease. Another tease. Classic tease. Um, okay. So it's CKLV week, and we didn't hardly get to talk about it yesterday because of all the Iowa pandemonium. So we got to get into it. We got to get into it right now. And I say we just start at the weights and then work our way through them. Is that the? Does that make the most sense? It makes the most sense to me. Absolutely. And it starts. I know you're gonna say, "Oh, well, this doesn't really start with all the heat in the world." I'm not super. Yeah. The, well, 25 and 33 are not the best weights of this this tournament, but it gets insane. So we'll go 25 real quick. Jack Mueller's will be the top seed. Then we've got Alex Mackel, Devin Schroeder, Jacob Camacho, Schwarm, Jake Colzer, Cole Werner, Joy Prada. As a, our current guest is now, pre-seeds may drop today, which will be great, mm-hmm. but they're not out, out just yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll stay tuned for those. It's funny that we're saying uh, a bracket with seven top 19 guys isn't the best. <laughs> it's like an afterthought, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> That's how good this tournament is. It's it's insane. And it, it's inarguably the toughest non-NCAA tournament in the country and has been the last few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even, it's in some ways <clears throat> measurably tougher than the Big Ten in terms of ranked wrestlers. It doesn't have as many high-end, the number ones, but in terms of ranked wrestlers, there's there's no comparison to Cliff Keen Las Vegas. So I for me, it's like it's Mueller next topic in terms of who's going to win, but as far as the team race goes, there's, there's going to be a lot of teams in the mix here. You have to figure, I think Nebraska and Arizona State are probably the favorites on paper here, but Iowa State's going to be in the mix. I think Purdue could make a run. NC State's going to be good. is going to be in there. It's going to be a Virginia Tech. Buckeyes. And, of course, the Ohio State Buckeyes. They like to win Vegas they a lot. They love yeah. to win Cliff Keen Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. One of the things they are known to do. Now, so I, I say that to say, man, how Devin Schroeder can do, can, if he can make a final for them, if if someone like J, uh, Jacob Schwarm or Camacho can have a deep run, that's those big team points are just as important as scoring those team points at 184 where we have 
all top five and eight of the top ten entered. Uh, any any uh, breakout guys? Any, I mean, I think Sh- Camacho for for me is the one I'm most excited to watch. But curious for for your guys' thoughts. I um I want to see more of Joey Prada. So I I did the lightweight preview and I just I, yeah. I I think the the tech lightweights can really cause some havoc in this bracket and potentially cause some havoc in the the rankings. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to Joey Prada. And then just as far as who's going to make the finals, I mean, anyone who's on that bottom side opposite of Mueller, as far as I'm concerned, has somewhat of a chance. There are so many conflicting results between all these guys. I ended up going with Schroeder um, just because – you know he's he's got a lot of matches on the year, so I think any you I like know that too. A- any rust or anything from the <laughs> off season, like he's he's now built into what he's going to be this year. So I'm going with Schroeder, but like I said, uh, there's a lot of conflicting results here. He's put up some points too. He tech followed Heinzelman. He majored Brandon Courtney. He split mm-hmm. with uh, Kolioko. He he's been really solid this year. And then you have you know as far as like inconsistency, this is a great time for guys to show they can be consistent, mm-hmm. right? Alex Thompson has been lights out on his feet. He's taking guys down left and right, but he's had some issues on bottom. If he can address those here, then I would not be surprised for him to make a deep run and get a top four finish. I think it's hard. I, I think it'll be hard for when you're that, I don't want to say he's, he's one-dimensional, but that's the, that's the way you win. It's hard to make a deep tournament run like sure. that. I'm really interested to see uh, Pat McKee. Yeah. He had just coming off a 3-2 loss to pitch. Mm-hmm. He does have kind of like a – I think it was like nine three, yeah nine three to lost to Jonathan Trapea of Ryder. Yeah. But other than that, he's been really consistent with a win over uh, Alex Thompson. So excited to see Pat McKee. He you also never know what he's going to do. I know we were watching uh, McKee brother matches yesterday. <laughs> That's a fun thing to do. And they <laughs> have really kind of mastered hitting head pinches and folk style straight into assassins. Yes. So. That's fun. It almost makes me wonder. It's like, why don't you do that? You could do that in freestyle too. Yeah, yeah. you just pin them. Yeah. And the other thing I w- was watching because y'all posted that Ryder clip for for Mitch, they weren't counting danger there for a really long time. It seemed like yeah. he had the guy on his back mm-hmm. forever past ninety. But I think it's such a weird. And it's something you don't really see. Yeah, in folk style. But look, one twenty five at Vegas is frequently very strange. The first one that I went to, the year was just me and you. We mm-hmm. stayed in that very weird hotel. Yes, we did. Um, it had cow. We walked in. It had all these like weird lights, and it had two cowboy hats, like yeah. complimentary for us. Very I strange. can't believe CP picked a weird hotel to stay in. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. No, I'm honestly, shocked. It was weird, but I, I would not say it was not nice. Oh, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad. Okay. It, was, it was a very nice hotel. Yeah. Uh, but that year, weird and nice. It, That's a it, good combo. <laughs> a semifinal was Trey Andrews versus Jose Rodriguez. That so happened. this is just. 125 is frequently very weird, very hard to predict at CKLV, even as <clears throat> uh, Bracky mentioned with seven of the top 19 What guys. was going on that week that was just you and I? Could have used a little help. Uh, Willie and I were in Stillwater for something, I remember. Stilly Vanilli. I don't know. Spay, were you with us at this point? This uh, was right no, before. That was be- yeah, that was pre. So that like uh, I came on that NCAAs 2017, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, well, I was following along at home. We're going to retroactively look at the travel planning document and see <laughs> where, how that <laughs> fell through the cracks. It was just Nomad and I. Cause yeah, I, it's I, just CKLV. We only need two guys. Yeah, geez. That is really silly. We did kind of crush it, though, so maybe that's why. <laughs> FYI. Uh, all right. Um, so, 133. Oh, wait. Are we done with 125? I kind of just said it. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm don't want to be presumptuous. Long. Mueller over. I'll say Schroeder. Brecky. Um. Yeah, Mueller. I'll say Camacho, if they're on opposite sides. Which okay. Doesn't seem like they, they might will not be. be. Yeah. Seems like that will be. But a you similar. know what? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yep. You'll split them up. Yeah. You will rig the seating yep. meeting. I'll do it. You should just wear your Ohio polo or a, a quarter zip. Yeah. Just sleep in there. They don't. They won't put it together that Ohio's not actually at this right. tournament. And you can just make all these cases and then through your Jedi mind tricks. There you go. Get them on the tour. tour I side. have enough like team issued gear for teams that will be there. Yeah. Maybe I could just sneak in as their representative. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just sneak in. You and Jaggers just you know, yeah, sneak yeah. in with a little Ohio State gear, a little Michigan gear. Who knows? All right. Um, there are a lot of really good guys at this weight class. It's just when Mueller is just head and shoulders above everyone, it does kind of kill some of the combo. And we've only seen him once this year, so that's another thing. And he's not on flow a lot, so it's it's really our main opportunity to get a real good look at him. Although he will be at Midlands also. Nice. So. Montori Bridges at 33 here is, will likely be your top seed over Chaz Tucker, although that could be a, court, a source of debate uh, among the, the rankings. This is our rankings debate. Maybe we can talk about that later. Then the uh, ascending Josh Kramer, Anthony Madrigal, Cam Sakura, Chance Rich, Colin Girardi, and not Quinn Kenner because he is not coming to Vegas. And this is uh, another one where... You know, you want to say Montori and Chaz probably pretty easily make it, but Montori had a rough Vegas two years two ago, years I want ago, to say. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, because he was All-American as a freshman, and then he just he had a, just kind of a rough start to his season overall. Well, in 2017, he lost to Pletcher and DeSanto. Okay, must have been last year then. Well, last year he placed uh, sixth. He 100% had a bad Vegas at some <laughs> well, point. Well, I think I don't think he placed that year. That he lost to Putra DeSanto. Right. So Because he lost to... I know, yeah. not Two bad. guys who are currently ranked number one in their weights. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad losses, but he was, a, I believe, a returning All-American that didn't place at Vegas. That was his freshman year. Okay. He hadn't placed yet. He lost to Gonza and Ernesty. So that would have been last year. Okay, so it was last year. Yeah. I guess. Allegedly. Putra DeSanto. Anywho. Anyways. <laughs> Keep it moving. Um... I like Montori. I just think he's got a little more offense than Chaz. Although, I think Chaz is a really tough matchup for him, just how hard he is to get to. Well, and then we have Taylor Lamont coming back. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He's Mm -hmm. not in there. Well, because at the time, he wasn't ranked. Well, there you go. Okay. Hello. Has not looked great. No. I, I know that's. Making the weight again for the first time and, and getting back into the swing. But thirty three should be he's a I mean he's a twenty five in many ways. And then okay. This this blew my mind when I was doing the preview. <coughs> Cam Sakura has forty career techs. He's amazing on top. Yeah. He's like the best. I knew top he was very good on top. Yeah. Forty techs is statistically phenomenal. Yeah. That's it's it's like uh shoop shoop levels. Yeah. <laughs> he might be this year's uh shoop. Yeah, so he could just go on tear. That'd be cool if someone like that just went on a tear and like won Vegas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's definitely someone you do not want uh, on your side for sure. And then there's a whole bunch of, I mean, you know, some of these guys we saw at Journeyman, right? And that's how Kramer kind of got his ranking and and Madrigal right below him. Um, 
Chance Rich <clears throat> kind of had a big win, but then you know a couple losses. So uh, there's there's a lot of variation here, uh, kind of similar to 125, except instead of one guy kind of being at the top, I think the Tucker Bridges, Sakura Lamont is going to be your top four in some order, mm -hmm. and then just a lot of guys picking each other off. I mean, Louis Hayes is 25. I know that guy could go on a run. There's a lot of dudes at this at this weight class. Yeah, I'm most excited to watch Sakura. Anytime you have that one, someone that good from the top position. I'm, and also, admittedly, there's the Ethan Lezak-shaped hole in my heart right now. There's no Lezak. There's no, you know, that guy just brought an element of what is going to happen to every single match that yeah. uh, I really appreciated. I am very upset um, about Kinder not being in. He was originally registered, then they switched him out for Koontz. I picked him to do really well. Mm-hmm. Because I saw the talent in high school. And he I, treats you like this. Yeah. So, but it's on Koontz. Yeah, I'm assuming there's an injury. I should thing. say Dylan Koontz. There are Dylan, two. Dylan, there so. are two. But they both wrestle in the corner. That is what they <laughs> Well, say. Brady is taking an Olympic retro, right? Yes, correct. Oh. Has to be has to be Dylan. Okay. Yeah, 33 thoughts, Stephen Kyle Bracke. Uh, I like Montori Bridges here. Um. Although Sakura, you never know what you're gonna get with top the top game. But also watch out for Colin Girardi. I really like him. Mm -hmm. I think he has a chance to kind of be a bracket buster type guy. Yeah. I I mean he's he's looked good so far for Virginia Tech. I like him. He, he, he almost beat Kenner. Him. He beat Kenner. Kind of it was a close match for the most part and then it kinda of unraveled badly. But yeah, that was a I mean, Kenner's good and he beat him pretty by a wide margin. One who I did not realize This was... might be the most wide open weight. Oh, 100%. One guy who I didn't realize was, and he's not ranked, um, but I guess has now taken over the starting spot, is Travis Ford Melton um, oh, for yeah. Purdue. Mm. I mean, that's a guy who was in Super 32 finals and maybe I believe Fargo finals. So that's, you know, I don't know about winning, but that's certainly a wild card. Purdue well. going, is going for it this year, and I, I love, love it. I love it, yeah. They're... they're yeah. They're gonna be good. They're they're like solid at every single way because they go Schroeder, Ford, Melton. Um, oh, what's their forty one's name? He's uh, good. Forty one's Phileas Parker, Phileas mm -hmm. Griffin, Perriot, Kendall Coleman. Sondland's really solid. Lydie, Max Lyon, Christian a, Bruner, and Tommy Panola. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good team. Mm -hmm. And that and you know at a. At a at the tournament like this, where there's no Iowa, no Penn State, you know, it, the team race is going to be really interesting. I, I really feel that, and Purdue could could be a big factor. All right, 141. Here let's get go. to it. All right, buckle up, roll up your sleeves. Luke Pletcher, Dom Demas, Mitch McKee, Chad Red, Tariq Wilson, Ian Parker, Mitch Moore, Chris Sandoval. You can almost hear my voice is when it got is getting spicy. Um, so. This one, I th I think this is probably how it's going to be seated. At least the top five or six, right? Where you go, Pletcher, Demas, opposite, and then so we're looking at a potential Demas McKee semi, which uh, that's why that doesn't get you excited. I don't know. But what you know what? You know what? We said that about the Ironman Demas thing, and it was one of the worst matches at NCAA's last year. So you never know. Demas has that. I feel like it's either awesome. Or it's not very. Or he's like, it's like, he's like, I'm going to be positional guy yeah, this match and yeah. be really hard to score on. Or sometimes it's like I'm going to be sprinting around and doing <laughs> crazy things that like 
literally jar you. We also have what appears to be a Tariq Wilson-Chadred quarterfinal on tap. Oh, my. Yes, that does appear to be on tap. Which is unstoppable force meet immovable object. It is that. Um, Although, I I feel like with... Wait, which... Oh, yeah, Tariq Tariq versus Chad. And they've never hit because this is Tariq's first year. Mm -hmm. Man, I feel like this... It could be like total domination for Tariq or Chad could be so good at just dive rolling under and countering he'll just win but but Tariq will get to his legs and then the match will start just like that Kane Storm match last year it was 2 to 1 but it oh was oh my gosh it was if, very entertaining if uh Chad were able to get by Tariq we would then have uh Luke Pletcher Chad Red semi rematch of that insane who's number 1 match Oh my god! Who's number one match? With some of the <clears throat> best scrambling I've that ever was seen. amazing. The Flonats final yeah. where Chad broke uh, Pletcher's back. Yeah, he pinned him. That was. And then I think they well, met Flonats the year before too. And Pletcher he, won that one. Well, he like pa- passed. He locked up a cradle. I think so he choked tight, him out. He like yeah. choked out. Well, that's what really, he choked him out. Yeah. Yeah, they've had some crazy, crazy matches. I mean, yeah, that's some. Pletcher's such a – he's so underrated in so many things. He's an amazing scrambler. Mm-hmm. He can do uh, – he's very savvy in a lot of different positions. He beat Yanni, that who's number one bracket. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> to get to Chad Red. That is who correct. Who beat Taylor Lamont. That was the sickest uh, – I think that's my favorite group of four ever. Mm-hmm. The group of four did it good this year. That uh, no, was good. Chad Red. okay, so this really stood out. A couple things stood out uh, for me about Chad Red. First of all, this year I think is a better start for him than we've seen before. Yes. Um, obviously, the pin for Demas is not great for him, but otherwise he's looked very good. Chad Red, top game, extremely underrated. Listen to this. I read that on Twitter. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Last year in the postseason, all his wins at Big Tens and all his wins at NCAAs, he either picked up a riding time point or got a pin. Yeah. What a great then, nomad nugget. Yeah. And wow. then this year you saw, you know, the top work against Blockets, the top work against Zolman, the top work against JoJo Aragona. Chad Red is – we know about the mixer and we know about the cradle, or, you know, from, from neutral, mm-hmm. but – and how difficult he's to score on, but he's tremendously good on top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got most of the tools. If he had a, a super consistent leg attack, I think he'd be on the short list of, of a – of champions for this weight. And last year... At the NCAA level. I think last year was this tournament was a bit of a turning point for him. Um, you know, we saw him and Maple afterwards kind of having a discussion, and I yeah. think after that... Now, obviously, he still had some losses throughout the year, but he kind of turned a corner in terms of, you know, whatever, whether it was weight, motivation, whatever he was going through that was, you know, hindering his results a little bit, he kind of turned a corner. Yeah, it's why, like, results and... You can't ever take one turn more... He was the guy going into Big Tens. We're like, watch out. This guy, look how the bracket. They have Mikey Carr as the top seed away from McKinnon Lee. Mm-hmm. This dude could go on a run out of like the, the eight or whatever he was seated at Big Tens, and he made the finals, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's super tough. We have to pick someone to win this weight class. I kind of want to shoot my shot with Tariq. Go ahead. Do it. Consider my shot shooted. <laughs> <laughs> Nomad? So... Uh, despite what CP says, look, okay, here, I'll just make it I, official. Cause, cause I'll just make why. it official. I, so there's, there's no doubt right topic. now, not next topic, but right now, Luke Pletcher is my pick to win 141 pounds, both at the Cliff King Las Vegas and at the NCAAs. So we're all clear. Wow. Um, I watched the Demas match again, and although it was only 2-1 tiebreaker, Pletcher was in deep, 
a bunch of times. He Matt returned him several times in the tiebreaker, and Demas never really looked to be able to threaten him. Um, McKee, you know, we talked about the the freestyle tricks. Everything is like Brecky was saying. Chesslock assassin. He was doing uh, what was the one we were watching yesterday? The butcher to the pancake. Yeah. Right. That was that was awesome. Butchers um, and pancakes don't often go together. You they know? do not. No. It's typically meat a meat and, situation with yeah. the butchers. Unless you get you know, unless you get the bacon involved. Baker to <laughs> baker to pancakes. Um and then I just I think uh right now Pletcher is a little bit better than Red, but it's hard to forget their, their high school matches. Um and then Tariq, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on him at one forty one just yet. Oh, excuse but, me. So Did you're you gonna... see him at Raleigh? Go ahead. You can pick him. He was he was he was enormous. I was he like, was make thirty three. I'm not talking about the weight. I'm talking about can he get through these top guys? Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I, my thing is, I just wanna, I want my Tuesday headline to match something I actually predicted mm, for once. Go. And uh, the, number one, Tariq Wilson, could happen. I mean, I I think everyone wrestling at their best, absolutely. Now he his path is bad, right? He's gonna have to beat Chad Red. Then Luke, then the winner of Demas McKee in all likelihood. That doesn't sound no super fun, but you know what? Yeah, when, it's like Mackay's road it's Vegas. At, at Bill Farrell, where he would have had to have beaten Chenzo, Nolf, and Imar in that order. Yeah, and then, of course he ended exactly up losing Chenzo. It it's, it's identical. <laughs> this is Bill Farrell all over again. I'm uh, I'm gonna take Luke Pletcher too. He's just been so good this year and pretty dang consistent, although the. Boffman match got a little dicey at the end. And speaking of Boffman, potential wild card guy that could have a have a nice tournament, nine and two on the year so far. Um, Once beat Nick, Nick Piccinini. Yeah, and he then, did. He did. Um, also, want to mention so Parker split with Demas last year, and is obviously just a tough guy. We've only seen him twice this year though, so not a lot of data for this year. And then Mitch Moore, both the Moore brothers are like this, but Mitch Moore over half of his college wins so far are pins. He's kind of the pin guy. That's he, what he does. He gets the cow catcher. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's problematic. He's so, again, lightweights. Yes. Reiterating it, Prada, Girardi, Mitch Moore, no idea how they're going to do, but I just assume one or more of them are just going to completely screw up a bracket somewhere here. I hope so. All right, so I'm I'm taking Tariq. Uh, the confidence level, not high, but my confidence level wouldn't be super high with really anyone. Right. Uh, just because this weight is so good, not because I don't think any of these guys are that great. I mean, if Mitch McKee won, I wouldn't be that surprised. If Chad Red did it, not. I mean, really, any of the top six win it, five. I, I really don't think Parker can navigate the full field. I think he can pick one off. I don't see him. But the top five, mm-hmm. I see them all as legit title contenders here and at the, at the NCAA level. I think that highly of, of them all. All right, any any other thoughts on 149 pounds? 141. Yes. We can move to 149. Right. I've been basically on crack cocaine or something the last <laughs> couple of days. I don't know what's wrong with me. <coughs> brain is terrible. Um, 149 now. The top seed will probably likely have to be Colin Purinton of Nebraska. Kyle Brackey's coming to terms with that still. I don't know what stage I. you're going. You're at like right I now. know we did some joking around yesterday before the show uh-huh. about what I – did and did not know yeah. while out on paternity leave. I learned like 10 minutes before the show that Colin Pierrenton was ranked number four in the country and was going to be the top seed here. That's that's happening, and we just have to we just I have knew to he beat it. Max Thompson, but I guess I just didn't realize how 
you know Hiley the Thompson was ranked right. Um, yeah, Thompson beating Degan this year right. set the table for everything. Yeah. Um, what a time to be alive. Exactly right. And you want to talk dark horses? Well, let me let me give you the list. Colin Purinton, Max Thompson, Jared Degan, Griffin Perriott, Brock Zacherl, Sammy Sasso, Brayton Lee, Yaya Thomas, Brent Moore, Russell Rolfing, Josh Maruka, Henry, Hank Pohlmeyer. Now, do not bet on this weight. Just stay away from it. Or... Not bet that your there is savings. A, bet your life savings on. No, I wouldn't bet your life savings on anyone, but if you take a flyer at Yaya Thomas at like, sure plus two thousand or whatever he would be. I don't know. I think he. Could, I think that's a really good guy. And I don't think Vegas would mess up that way. Sorry to interrupt there, but I mean you're not going to get great odds on anybody on in this weight yeah. class. That's why I would stay away. From, like you're you not going to get plus two hundred on Yaya Thomas. You don't know Vegas. You're, I mean, Brayton leads everybody on there from Yaya up, even Brent. Well, there's no way to even bet this anyway. So this is a totally fake conversation, but um, we love fake conversations here at Flow Wrestling Radio Live. So to me, I, I don't know. I mean, how you see this thing is really going to determine it. I think I think my pick is still going to be. Sammy Sasso, even though I feel like three straight matches, I have concerns. I have, re- I have concerns with a really, really, really close match with McCreer Vandermeer. I have concerns when you get pinned by Brent Moore. And he got super, super tie-tie against Hunter Richard. And his tank was something we were talking about coming into this year. Can a guy with a suspect gas tank run the – do the thing, right? And – he comes to Michigan State Open. He just destroys everyone. And then, I don't know, he's, a, he's still but a freshman, right? But I still think skill for skill he has the most, yeah. and I'm sticking with him. It is weird to see him have those gas tank issues after not having them earlier in the season. But still probably think he's the best wrestler, and we don't think Aliris is wrestling, correct? I don't think he is. I think he hurt himself. Okay. Because if Dang. he was wrestling, I would pick him to do very well. Just wanted to confirm. Okay. Um, who do you have Sasso beating in the finals? So he'll have to theoretically – oh, my gosh. Him versus Degen could be a quarter. That is going to be an absolute mess. Yep. They're going to need four to five officials there. <laughs> there are going to be simultaneous danger calls. There's going to be, I think, near-fall swipes for both happening at the same time. Well, Sasso will live on his legs, and he, then that's when the match will start. Then it's really going right. to get spicy. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Degen wants to live. You ever seen a ref go like this? Thing is, Degen, Degen doesn't get tired either. No. So that's a crazy, crazy court. So you'd have to go Degen, Thompson. It's not an easy path. No, it's not. But it isn't really for anyone, right? Uh, Puritan is probably going to have Yaya in a quarter, and then the winner of Periot Zacherl, which is a rematch, potentially. And these are all fake. These are just like what we think the seeds will yeah. be. We'll yeah. have a better idea. Yeah, this one has got to be the hardest to project the seeds for. Yeah, because you got a, some really good freshmen. you got some guys coming up in weights. You've got Colin Purinton. Um, And then, so it's like, so Degan, then Thompson, and then Purinton or Zachary. Or so. It's, it's going to be tough, but you know what? Going into each one of those matches, you're going to ask me who I think is going to win them. I'm going to say Sammy Sasso, so I'm... I'm sticking with him. This weight is extremely difficult. You know, Thompson has, uh, I believe, two or three wins over Dagan and had previously beaten Purinton, but then lost to him in the duel. 
Um, I think he had majored him. Uh, yeah, it was either it was either seven point decision or major. It was exactly. it was good. So you know, with him, there the the talents there, but you know, can he put the tournament together? Sasso is my preseason pick to win. We haven't really even mentioned Brayton Lee yet, who had a nail biter with Russell Rolfing at the very start of the year. And then Brock Zachro, I remember I called the match last year where Zachro got hurt. Yeah. And then was out for the year. So I'm gonna go with Zachro. Wow. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, you know, Clarion Wrights is is floating under the radar, right? We we give a lot of the love to the Big Ten, the Big Twelve. I'm gonna go Zachro over screw it. I'm just gonna go Zachro over Yaya in the finals. Wow. I'm gonna say his bracket gets completely busted up. If, I, that is not crazy. If well, actually, any bracket I, th- could I get think busted up. It's this one. I'll say Yaya making the finals would not surprise me at all. I, Look at his honestly, run through juniors more, this year. I, I think I would be more surprised if. Wait, well, those those guys sh- could be on the same side. Well, I guess it's totally it, fake conversation. It could be. We have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea what the season. Yeah, be. yeah. I'm not as convinced. I, I think Zachary is a longer shot than than Yaya. In my mind. And, I mean, look, again, I picked Sasso at the start of the year. I still think I still think he's probably the most talented guy. And I thought, you know, when he was a junior in high school, I was like, he's just never going to have an undefeated season in college, but he's always going to be right there mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And I think this is going to be another example of it. This For all these guys, this is – CKLV is, is as close of an approximation to NCAAs as you're going to get this year. Yeah. Managing your weight for two days, having to go through a whole slew of guys, putting a tournament together, and figuring out how to put yourself back together if you lose a match on the front side. And so I think for guys like Sasso and Brayton Lee, who are young, and you know a guy like Griffin Perriot, who's coming down in weight, it's going to be you know can you manage your weight, and you know for the young guys like how are you going to deal with adversity, which to me leads me to believe those guys may drop a match. Okay, I will go, man. I've always really struggled to pick against Sammy Sasso, so I'm going to take Sammy Sasso over uh, Griffin Perriot in the finals. Go off. Kim Griffin Dave. had a really good Vegas last year mm-hmm. and is wrestling really well this year with the win over Zacherl. So, yeah. All right. That's 149, I think. I think we can say that's 149. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a wild one. 157 is the next weight. Hayden Hiley, Ryan Deacon, David Carr, Kendall Coleman, a.k.a. Casey Stampede. <laughs> Will Luan, BC LaProd, Justin Thomas, Justin McCoy, Ja'Cory Teamer, Peyton Robb, Colton Yapujian, Carson Brolsma. Okay, really good weight. The top is where the heat mm-hmm. lies. Hayden Hiley, Ryan Deacon, David Carr, and Kendall Coleman. I'll throw him in there. That is an amazing – to me it's the top three though, Deacon, Carr, and Hiley. So we're going to have a Deacon-Carr semi, we do believe. How do we see that yeah. one going? Ooh. Man, Deacon Deacon's size and ranginess makes me think he can slow down Carr a bit because mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna be able to match him speed and athleticism. And I think Deacon's pretty dang athletic. I think he's one of the more athletic fifty sevens. Mm. I think he's pretty quick. And he won this weight last year, mm. and we've seen him. This you is know, when we were like to put together a tournament, right? We saw him win Sigavila last year. We saw him win U.S. Open last year. So we know we can put together tournaments. Last year after Vegas, we were like, "This dude can go with Nolf." Yep. That was like what we was like universally said. Like this is gonna be a this could be a really interesting thing for Nolf. Like maybe we won't pick against it, but and then he just kind of 
it was right. up and down the rest of the way. I'm I lean Deacon. I don't know. This I just is I don't a tough know. one. I think I don't know if this is necessarily the year for Carr, and I also think when he goes up to sixty five is when he's really gonna blossom. So I'm gonna go with Deacon, knowing fully well that Carr could just win this bracket. So I'm gonna say Deacon four three in the semi. Four three. Wow. I love when we get the scores. Yeah. Can we get a full match breakdown? Any yeah. No, like, I haven't watched enough car. Period? I haven't watched enough car this year. Okay. Uh, Deacon seems to always start out the year like really well. Yeah. Um, three bonus point wins so far this season. I for some reason think Deacon gives Car trouble. I do too. And so I'm gonna take Deacon. Um, if Car had maybe been on Hydley's side. Maybe I kind of think he matches up better with Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, your own son. <laughs> uh, That's unbelievable. But since this is likely the way the bracket will play out, I'll take Deacon to make the finals against Hydley. I think that's the final, too. I, I also – I don't know if I think – who I think the better matchup for Carr is, really. I think Hayden is a more reluctant leg attacker. I don't know if that helps or hurts David more. I think – I think he would have a. I think David will have a harder time getting to Hayden, though. I think it help. I think it helps. Uh, I think it would help David because I think when there's that few opportunities, the guy who creates more of them is more likely to win. Whereas I think Deacon will can and will go shot for shot with Carr. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay. Hey, one thing uh, to keep in mind is that there's two future four-time undefeated NCAA champs. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. In this bracket, who's I mean, that? We got David Carr and Kendall Coleman right now. Are Two both un- undefeated, and you know we're we're basically pegging them both for being four time champs. So All right. <laughs> it's so gonna be interesting. A- they might have to share the top of the podium. I don't know how they're gonna work that out. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Okay, I, I'm very happy that um, people will get a good look at Kendall Coleman this weekend. He's been um, a guy who has been a little bit of a, a breakout star for for us this year, and he's shown a lot of the potential that we saw from him. Uh, you know, when he was making Ironman finals in in high school. I just – both of the young guys, Carr and Coleman, I don't know. I think if you flipped them, I could see it going the other way. But Coleman, I don't like the matchup against Hydley, and Carr, I don't like the matchup against Deacon. How crazy is but it that – I think that, that's going to be an absolute war, Cole, uh, Coleman-Hydley final. Or semifinal, excuse me. How crazy is it that uh, Ja'Cory Teamer is in a bracket and we're not talking about him being like a title contender? I can't unsee that Justin McCoy match. No, I know. I know. I'm just no, saying like his – Perception. Yeah, and everything he was in high school, like he was always right there at the top, and he's a wild card. I, I could see him and to beating that point, people. He and Carr have wrestled, right? I don't know about Carr. I know he wrestled Coleman last year. I went back and watched it before they were supposed to meet at uh, Journeyman, and it wasn't freestyle. But what I saw from their match at the Open in juniors was that Jacory was just a step faster, a step ahead of. Everything that Coleman was trying to do. So Jacory has teched David Carr in freestyle before. Yeah, I think they split. I think they have two matches in freestyle. Right, one in Vegas, one at the trials. Listen, you're not going to convince This one is in Vegas, and Jacory got a trap arm and went to to work. And then I think Carr beat him the next time they wrestled. Yeah. So, man, yeah, he's a factor here. I I just am not – 
the idea of yeah, you have to navigate a lot of really tough guys. You're gonna, hit, I mean, he could hit a Justin McCoy again yeah. in the pre-quarter. Could he go? Could well, I could see him making the semis and doing semi slide or losing early and then making a deep run to third? But I don't know that I could see him getting all five in a row on the front side. Card did avenge that loss. Yeah, at eight, trials eight one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm picking Hayden over Deacon. Lame and chalk, and I'm sorry, but... Mug dog. Yeah. Mug dog. Mug and, dog millionaire. And All then right. you got, I don't know, I guess that's the main ones. Luan um, could maybe be interesting. Peyton Robb um, hasn't wrestled a whole bunch of oh, guys yeah. yet, but he's pinning and teching people, so <laughs> so that's good for Nebraska's team score. He's a beat-a-rank guy. Yeah, no, that's, no, for sure. And then uh, your boy Yapushin is also in this bracket. Yeah, he kind of let me down against Elijah Cleary, even though he won. I was like, all right. I'd like to watch Peyton Robb and Ja'Cory Tima wrestle. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Someone is getting pinned. Someone is getting pinned slight. <laughs> all right, let's, let's also see the guy who, that. who beat Team Just for what it's worth, the guy who beat Team McCoy is also in this bracket. Right. Okie doke. That's 57. That, to me, is a super exciting way to go. Sorry, who is Ohio State sending? Did they they announce that? Or I'm they're sure they're, they're like sending Maddox. Oh, they are. Yeah, they put their line about they're sending Maddox. Interesting. Figured top game maybe. There a reason for that. Okay, 65. Isaiah White, Josh Shields, Ethan Smith, David McFadden, Andrew Fogarty, Austin Matthews, Philly Cheese, aka Philip Conigliero, and Thomas Bullard are the 65s of note, and that's an approximate ranking slash seating projection by us. And to me, I like David McFadden to come out here and win a tournament he's won before and against a, what I would say, not as good a field. So I think he's going to do it. I think the Smith loss, if you watch that match, the the odds of McFadden giving up two penalty points and losing <laughs> that way again. That one. The, the mat. That was BS. I know. I was like, gosh. The one with the scissors, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't do that. But. I don't know. He's not going to do that again. I just no. don't see that happening no. again. You can't replicate that. No. So you have the previous two champs. White won last year. McFadden won in 17. Over Wick. Pinfall. Mm-hmm. Pencil. And then you Pencil. have maybe the one of the most consistent guys in the country in Josh Shields there. Very consistent. I, I tend to agree I like McFadden, especially because McFadden can – I feel like McFadden can produce points in bunches and in flurries, and Isaiah doesn't always do that. Um, so obviously Isaiah can control basically literally every match he's in in the pace. Yeah. But I'm leaning McFadden. Wow, I didn't expect us all to pick McFadden because that's who I'm picking too. He, as you said, he can, has a lot of offense and he can scramble really well. He outscrambled Evan Wick. He was up like. Six, yeah. to, six to one when he pinned him. He mm-hmm. took him down. They got an escape. He took him down again. Put him on his back. Pinned him. Um, so I, I, this is McFadden's ideal weight. He just yeah. happened to get have to get bumped up last year because a national champ was at his weight. Yeah, on his team. Mm-hmm. Um, found that out. And you know, I watched a lot of that interview we ran with him last night, and uh, he talks about being uh, overlooked. Mm-hmm. And he literally said it pisses him off. Yeah. Uh, so I really like this motivated McFadden at his ideal weight. I love it too. And to that point, you know, I remember, I forget if it was an article or if it was just a conversation I had with you guys, but I was like, man, 
you know, with when, with Makai doing his Olympic redshirt, I thought Virginia Tech was maybe going to be, I don't know, a little down. Uh, but then I was like, well, I don't know why I think that because they got McFadden coming down. They've got all these young guys coming in, and yeah. they haven't really <clears throat> been down. No. So maybe that was bad read on my part and pissed well, off McFadden. I, <coughs> I'm loving. I I do think it's it's going to be harder for them to have a high NCAA finish, but they're going to be a really good dual team. Sure, not like a trophy contender necessarily, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, but but c- compared to what they've been in the last few years, they are going to be. I mean, they've been a top ten team. How many? Mm-hmm. I mean, so many years. They were a top ten team like five of six years with yeah. Dresser. Yeah. Yeah, and the one year they were like eleventh mm-hmm. th- that they weren't a top ten team, so they've been right in the mix. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a very good team this year, and I think McFadden is you know I think he's he's in the mix to win a title this year. He's not he's beaten Marinelli. I I just like McFadden's mentality. That's why I've always liked him as a wrestler. I he's fun guy to watch. He has a lot of ways to win, and he's got that that grit. You know, he's beaten a lot of good dudes. Yeah, I like. Um... For I mean, obviously, you know, Smith has the win, so he could maybe um, bust up the bracket a little bit. I really, uh, I'm happy Phil Canigliaro is healthy. He was, um, he kind of got hurt his senior year, and now taking our starting spot and up to number 14, uh, he's looking good. And then Emil Sondlin, another guy who impressed me in high school when I got to watch him at, at Ironman. So a couple guys down there who um, could maybe, maybe make a run, upset some people. But I think it's going to be between these, you know, the three at the top. And then just go to that you and I duel. I love watching Isaiah White and Chad Red interact. They they're they're super tight. They love bringing the energy to Nebraska. I don't know. They they seem to um, help like help keep each other, you know, calm and, and and ready to roll before their matches. So I don't know. It's just it's really fun to watch, and I'm excited to see them in Vegas. And I hope we we find them just having a ball together. Having a ball, a gala, if you will. <laughs> yeah, they're in Vegas, you know. Why not? Why not have a gala? So we're all taking McFadden, McFadden, which means we think he'll beat White in the semi, and then beat the Shields Smith-ish winner. So he'll it's a he'll have to beat probably the two best guys mm-hmm. to be the winner. But we feel good about that. I've, McFadden over Shields is my prediction, and we move to 174 pounds. Bryce Deert. Stiert? Stiert. I've been saying Stiert my whole life, and then I just suddenly second guessed myself. <laughs> yeah, that was... I don't know why. In a moment of weakness. I was wondering if you had some information we didn't have no. about the pro- pronunciation. It just happened. Mikey Labriola, Dylan Lighty, Anthony Valencia, Devin Skaska. That's a spicy top six. Hastings, Womack, Romero, Ant-Man, Anthony Mantanona, Jackson Hemauer, Daniel Bullard, Kim- Kimball Bastion. So we had Stiert, Labriola... <laughs> Uh, just uh, like two weeks ago, Steyer the winner there. Lighty, I think, is a dark horse. Valencia, we always know. Skatska is super tough. It's, it's tough for me. I don't have great enough feelings about any of these guys to go against what we just saw happen, which is Steyer over Labriola. Yeah. the And the Steyer match, although it was it was very low scoring and Steyer won on a locked hands call from Labriola. Very sustainable. But, but Steyer was in on shots a bunch of times. And was frequently Matt returning Labriola. So I feel as though he can either turn one of those shots into points or possibly get riding time or maybe win tiebreakers if he has to. So that was kind of my takeaway from that. <laughs> Dylan Lighty is not really ever fun um, to pick against when the field kind of composition looks like this. 
And then um, Anthony Valencia blew the doors off Mark Hall in a double and then proceeded to get well, majored. That's Let me finish. Yeah, I know. Then proceeded but... to get majored. So if he can sustain that for seven minutes, then he can win the damn bracket. Well, right. Um, and then Skaska, I think, is someone we really like. I mean, him and – man, was it him and Lighty that had, like, the best match of Big Tens or NCAAs? Yes, it was just cr- that sounds right. That match was nuts. Uh, so here's hoping we get that match again. I'm taking Steyard over Labriola for no reason I other than I saw it happen. Labriola and Lighty, Lighty had some crazy matches. That's right. That was a sick match, I too. Think it might have been a blood round. I think that was a blood round match last year. They did hit instead of blaze. Pretty sure it was blood round. 4-3 win for Labriola. Um, Steyer also has a major over Anthony Valencia. He's just so solid defensively. Yeah. Um, I'll take Steyer over Lighty in the finals. Ooh, so Lighty over Labriola. Yeah. yeah okay. I think it's worth pointing out that there's four All-Americans in this bracket, which is the second most for the registered guys after 141. So you don't – I mean, it's, it's a, it sneaks up on you how deep it is. Brandon Womack is All-American, and then you have uh, Skatska, Labriola, and Steyer wall on the podium <laughs> last year. Uh, and then, as you guys mentioned, there's going to be a lot of rematches. A lot of guys saw each other at Journeyman earlier this year. Lighty beat Valencia. Um, Antonona – uh, Mantanona lost to Valencia and then started Labriola. Right, we can call him Antonona. Ant Mantanona. Let's go. Let's go hybrid name. I I want him to ball out and be a thing. And then yeah, of course he's the he's the wild card. You don't know what you're gonna get. Can pin you. Yeah, he's very a, quickly. He's just like double leg you and hit him against half Aiden. and yeah or, or no, Trent. Trent. Sorry. Yeah, him that and Valencia were basically both standing in front of each other, like waiting for something to happen. Like it was a very disappointing match. Everybody at Journeyman like gathered around, gathered around to watch that one, and then they were both waiting for to hit like some weird counter or get into upper body stuff, and then it ended up being like I don't know four three or yeah that match was really two. disappointing. Yeah, I think the Styrt Skatska semi winner takes it. I'm leaning Steyer just because of the Skatska loss to, to Dean Sherry. And then I'm taking Steyer over Lighty in the finals. Okay. Wow, a lot of lot of Lighty love. I don't I'm not mad at it. One eighty four, okay, this one's crazy, guys. It starts with pound for pound number one, Zahid Valencia, Trent Hydley, Lou Dupre, Ben Darmstadt. Trent, uh, Taylor Lujan, Sammy Colbray, Taylor Vince, Hunter Bullen, Jelani Embry, Max Lyon, Alan Clothier, and uh, Tate Samuelson. So kind of drop-offy, but eight of the top ten and the entire top five will be there. When was the last time we've had the entire top five at anywhere? Yeah, I don't really have a Likely record. NCAAs. Likely NCAAs. But even in some years that hasn't happened, you know? <laughs> uh, so to me this is Zahid next topic. Even though Taylor Vins lives in uh, Breeze among, among Us, and he will be in Las Vegas, I will say that won't happen again. Um, it's the heat next topic for the champ, but who are you picking this for is him where, to beat in the finals? This is where it gets zany, because we could have a Hydley Vins quarter. We could have a Colbre-Dupre quarter, a, a Darmstadt-Luhan quarter. To me, Luhan's looked like, I think result-wise, maybe the second-best guy in the country. But he will hit Zahid, who took him down seven times in the Midlands Finals. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing, right? So the guys who could 
who could maybe go on a run on the bottom side. We'll hit Zahid. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, bottom side. Bolin. I feel like Bolin could have made a run to the finals if he was on bottom side, but that'll theoretically be Zahid's quarter. And then I'm taking Luhan over Darmstadt in that quarter. And like Christian said, Luhan, 2-0 and in terms of taking Zahid down first, but then has given up, I believe, 10 takedowns the rest mm. of the way in their matches. Not helpful. So, but I could see Luhan getting third, the way he's wrestling. Right. I could see that, too. I mean, Darmstadt, Luhan, that is <laughs> that is bananas. That will be that's gonna enter the the Dagen Sasso zone in mm. terms of calamity. Over under seventeen points there. Yeah. If it gets out of the first period. Yeah. Bottom but, side. Bottom side. So it's Hydley to prey, which we saw. They those two are as close as you can possibly yeah. fathom. But like you said, that Hydley Vens. Now, which yeah. Vens do we see? Do we see the Vens we got against Sahid or do we see the Vens we saw against Luhan? I don't like that matchup as well for Trent. Neither. As like Trent matches up way better with Dupre than he does Vans, in my opinion. And then, I I really like Connor Volan. I do too. He can make some noise here. I just don't think he can. Yeah. If he Zahid's like yeah. just so limited. Well, yeah, it, he's not beating Zahid. You you think he will though? I don't know that Trent will put if he himself. Does, I definitely thought that. You definitely thought. Yeah. Obviously thought that. <laughs> I don't know that Trent will put himself in positions that say Vans is strongest though. I just think I could see. Vin's just shooting a bunch and and potentially riding him. That's see that that's the wild card for me. Can Vince ride him? I think he could probably probably ride him. But I like Vince where... is a real tough guy to peg. Mm-hmm. He kind of his results are like he's everywhere. He's all over the place. And then you'll have the match where Bone, of course, he takes him down four or five times. Mm-hmm. Then he chest locks him and pins him. Yeah. See, because Vince has Taylor. You make it. You make it tough. I'm so, going to take Khalid Valenzuela over Taylor Vince in the finals. I kind of want to do that too, but now I feel lame. Uh, maybe, wow, should I put it on for, for Billy Baldwin's Bearcats? Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Who won the Billy Baldwin Best Bearcat Award last year? It had to be Dupre, right? Uh, yep, Louis Dupre. Wow, congrats to him. Yeah, following up on. He's uh, going to win probably four straight. <laughs> <laughs> he will be the first ever four time. Who was the first winner's pay? Uh, Garcia, right? Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, yeah, Frank. Frank, Frank Garcia. Garcia. Yeah. Frank Garcia. Yeah. Oh, that was Prestigious amazing. award. Yeah, I mean, it's got a plaque and everything, so it's 100% official. It's very official. Have we told Kyle the Billy Baldwin, Baldwin story on FRL before? I don't know if we have. From CKLV <laughs> last year? Spay, take it away. Uh, yeah, it was my first CKLV. <laughs> and I'm He call- was starstruck. I was calling matches, and it was... Uh, uh, it was the semifinals, and the way they do the semifinals, they have four mats in a square, and then they alternate mats. Mm-hmm. Like, they ping-pong back and forth. Anyone that's watched has had to switch the streams every single yeah. semi-round. And then, CP, it was you and me calling the semis. We're running back and forth between the different mats and, uh, you know, calling matches for one of the first times. So I'm a little a little flustered, and then every now and then people come up to you, and, and when you're wearing flow gear and they start asking random questions like, you know, how do I get my account up or where do I get Flow Arena and stuff? And I'm trying to call the matches. And I'm trying to stay focused. And all of a sudden I hear a tap on my shoulder or I feel a tap. And I look up and I, or I don't even kind of look up because in the middle of the match and some guy goes, hey, did you write this article? And I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, something. And I like, you know, take the headset off and it's like, 
Oh, you said, and I start hearing, you know, all these complaints about what you said Binghamton wasn't going to do very good, and uh, and look at this, we got, like, all these scores going on right now, and I see a guy wearing a Binghamton uh, uh, over, uh, uh, like a... Top pullover? Yeah, pullover. And uh, I go, yeah, I mean, uh, sorry, it's something, and then I realize it's Billy Baldwin, and uh, I go, oh, well, sorry, it's, uh, yeah, I guess uh, there were some errors there or something. He goes, well, what are we going to do about it? And uh, I go, well, we'll write a follow-up article. He's like, all right, that's what I wanted to hear. And then he just kind of uh, just walks Well, you kind of caved, dude. It was just like the pre-seed scores. Yeah. I mean, there was it, no well, errors made. Right. You stand so up in the, and look <laughs> Billy Baldwin in his Bearcat eyes. So, you tell him, Billy, I didn't make no mistakes. Yes. In the middle of the semifinals, I should have said, like, excuse me, guys, I got to take a timeout. Throw my hanger down. <laughs> Mr. Baldwin, excuse me, please. I also called him. Uh, I didn't call him Mr., but later on, uh, uh, me and Culpa, I did not realize exactly which Baldwin it was, so I didn't want to call him <laughs> Billy. This was early on. And now, of course, we're all familiar with his work. Uh, he was great in Sliver, one of my all-time favorite <laughs> 90s dramas. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, it was it was, uh, it was, was just based on pre-seeds. So all we did was just pre-seeds. It pre-seeds. was hilarious because I saw it happen. Like, I saw Spade talking to him. <laughs> and so I was like, dude, are you and like, Billy Baldwin best friends now? He's like, that's who that was? <laughs> like, he had well, no I said, I- that's the Baldwin it was. I knew it was a Baldwin. Yeah, apparently he went up to one of the producers, Travis, and was like, where's this Andrew Spade character? <laughs> Travis is like, oh, he's over there, like calling a match, just pointed at me, and so he just walked right over right in the middle of the action, and was like, Man. hey, what's up with this article, dude? Hey, he's. I hope he's there. Yeah, I bet he will be. You should get a picture, dude. I, I mean, it Billy, would be, we know Billy's a longtime listener. It'd be program. great to come full circle because I feel like uh, now I'd be able to explain everything a lot better, and and you know, still be a little starstruck. You wouldn't be draft. so starstruck. Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly because of the movies, but uh, you know. Isn't wasn't he in Backdraft? I was about to say Backdraft. That's the big another, one. Another classic that kind of really. My mother loves it. Backdraft. Thought that was a great movie. Firefighters. Wow, so brave. So that's '84. <laughs> the bravest, some would say. <laughs> so I've got. So, <laughs> so I've got. Uh, I've got Dupre falling to Zahid. Yeah, that's, in a very close uh, major decision. That's what I got. The highly Dupre match was was very strange because I thought it was going to come down to to ride outs and it would end up being Hydley getting it and it was in Binghamton the Bing but I'm gonna go to Prey this time oh however he needs to be a little more offensive both against Hydley and in general yeah so I, so I do have some concerns about it Dupree had a good CKLV last year I'm gonna go with Louie Louie oh and Zahid Louis continues Louis. his Hodge uh, assault especially now with Seth Gross losing so Nomad's got Dupre over Zahid. Um, 197. Colin Moore. Maybe Jacob Holshag. Probably not. Not Nick Renan. Uh, we should just list all the people not coming. Not Jacob Warner. Not. Okay. Uh, Eric Schultz. J.I.L.O. Thomas Lane. Jake Woodley. Tanner Orndorff. Tanner Sloan. Christian Brunner. Cordell Norfleet. Shout out. Lucas oh. Davison. Another kind of shout out. I like, I like that man. I like these high seeds to make big runs here. I mean, I first of all, Colin Moore's gonna win this bracket. I don't see any other way around it. Although I think Eric Schultz is the toughest matchup, and that will be a semi, which that is notable. Eric Schultz likes to give really good wrestlers tough matches. Now what, how do we see the rest of this That'll bracket playing? More Schultz? Oh yeah, because no Holshag, no Renan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Just kidding. That we're we're we are a hundred percent destined for another more Schultz final. Okay. 
and it will all be. You should look at the previews, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm looking. I I'm pulling from pre previews. <laughs> Outdated. Yeah. And we'll all once again be surprised when it's close because we're all like, "Well, Colin Moore's amazing." Well, Eric Schultz is also really good. And to your point, all they do is wrestle close matches. Yeah. Yeah, that's like their favorite thing to do. And then you got Tanner Sloan who. Had the the loss to Man, Orndorff. Did, that didn't look yeah. good. Yeah. Tanner versus Tanner Crime there. But is I think the Tanner thing top? messed him up. Yeah. How Possibly. many times are you going to come up? I thought he was like Tanner. the Spider-Man meme where they're just like looking and pointing at they each other. They just pointed at each yeah. other, and when yes. he pointed, he shot. Yeah. And that was messed up. <laughs> that wasn't very wasn't fair. Ready. You yeah. never he's see like, the other part of that He's like, wait, thing. I thought we were doing the Spider-Man meme. I didn't think we were wrestling yet, and then he took him down. Um. So that might be. could do that. I think I think Norfleet and Davison are two guys that could really make some noise. Brunner is someone we've seen have really nice results. And Sloan, those are the 9, 10, 11, 12, or actually it'll be like the 7, 8, 9, 10 guys yeah. potentially seated here. I, I really like all of them. And Davison is someone that people have been clamoring for them to be in the rankings. Well, here you go. This is it, Indiana people or whatever. Don't we, mess it up. We don't. We like Lucas Davison as much as the next guy. All we need him to do here, I promise you, if he wins CKLV, we will rank him. Yeah. He's also he's, already ranked. He's 25th. Oh, yeah. he's He so. snuck in because— An obligatory 25th. Right, right. Um, yeah, exactly what you said. Everybody likes Davison. Uh, seen him win Fargo and stuff like that. Uh, I'm ready to, to move him up the ranking. So, uh, you know, smash up some CKLV brackets and you shall rocket up the rankings. This is tough for me because I really like Norfleet a lot too. I want to, so I don't know who's going to make the final. I'm going to say it's a more Schultz final and be super lame. How about it? But look for Norfleet and Davison to to inflict some damage. Yeah, the final is pre-written as set in stone. However, <laughs> however, the Norfleet Davison Brunner also could mess up this That's bracket. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, those those are the guys I'm looking at for backside in like the the early rounds to see how they're doing. Oh my god! Just look at them. Um, I'm also going to be lame and pick more Schultz. Wow. Because I need more of it. That was great. Uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Wow. I'm the worst. Heavyweight. <laughs> we got another on the Tate Orndorff, Tanner Hall, another Tanner, Mason Paris, Chase Singletary, I hope, I think, right? Although I kind of want Gary Traub in all matches now. Gary People's Anna champ. Gariano Rivera. Christian Lance. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. That's the best. Brian Andrews, Gannon Gremmel. Carter Isley. Yeah, Chase is confirmed. Singletary. Okay, cool. I've got... Boo. <laughs> Don't boo Chase Singletary. <laughs> no, I just want Gary. Why can't they... It has they, nothing to do with Chase. Gary Traub, if there's a, a, a reason to have double entry in a tournament... Yeah, that's Gary, all... The yeah. Gary clause. It has nothing to do with Chase. I just want Gary. It has everything to do with Gary. Maybe he'll come and, and be a part of it. Okay. The festivities. They should tag team a whole, like Gary Traub wrestles period three or something. Like <laughs> Dude, you do not want. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Gariano Rivera coming in to close yeah, it out. Yeah, the he does. <laughs> All right. I've got Mason Paris winning this whole dang thing. I think he makes a statement like Adam Kuhn in 2013. When he ran through like Jordan ninety six ninety seven, like Jordan ninety six, Mason is yeah. literally gonna go back to back this, <laughs> and this then year. and this will be a good transition because that's what we're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm transition going to, I'm going to make the uh, case that Mason Parrish should be ranked above Tanner Hall wow. going into this weekend. He will also be ranked ahead of him going out of this weekend because he is going to win, and he will beat. Is he gonna beat him to do it? Yep, he'll beat him in the okay. finals because. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Hall will beat Orndorff in the Idaho Utah battle. Won't, Hall will uh, beat won't, Orndorff. Won't Paris Did you watch and Hall be on the same side? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's he's gonna avenge. Although they're it's gonna, they're gonna be they're yeah. gonna be different sides. So it doesn't yeah. matter. So <laughs> Paris will be Hall in the semis. <laughs> Paris will beat Hall in the semis, and then he'll beat Orndorff in the finals. I but well, if Orndorff and Hall somehow meet, Hall will get. Revenge. Why do you think that? I don't know. I don't know why you think that <laughs> you made a take and now either. you're. Just... I don't know why. Either. Okay, but, but normally you have like you really like. No, I I I got confused about the seating arrangements, and then I just was like, I'm that just gonna stick with this. Hall in the rematch is the seating arrangements. He got yeah. confused. I got confused <laughs> about the seating arrangements. However, however, I will get to why Mason Parrish be ranked above Tanner Hall whenever we start that, which should hopefully be soon. Right now. Okay. Let's okay. get into it. You've got some momentum. We got some flow Skewer going. Skewer Spay. Okay. Andrew Spay. Has Spencer Spay. Andrew Spencer Spay has this year, uh, as the the foremost ranker, had a pretty consistent opinion that this year's results should factor in very heavily. I, I, yeah, I had the controversial uh, opinion that uh, recent results uh, and this year's results should be weighted heavily for this year's ranking. Highly controversial. Mm-hmm. Which, which I agree with. Okay, great. And so to that point... Let me go through the resume of one Mason Manville Paris. It's pronounced resume. <laughs> mm, yes. So, Trace wins over Matt Stencil, mm. currently ranked number seven in the country. A win over Demetrius Big Meech Thomas, mm, currently Big ranked Meech. number nine in the country. Wow. Yep. And then wins over these following wrestlers with winning records. Winning records: Max Erie, Ben Golden, Andrew Gunning. Uh, Jeremiah Imanode and Bobby Heald. Mm. Ben Golden, who once did the Division One rankings with me back in the day. Is this a shot at another ranker? That is correct. <laughs> <Ben> Go- <laughs> something we have to consider. Ben Golden, Green Ellis. Yes. So, nine wins, four over uh, ranked guys, although one is a triple win over a ranked guy. So He triple dipped them. Two ranked guys. Yeah. The rest of those guys have winning records. Now, they all can't qualify for NCAAs because Heald and Imanode wrestle for the same team. But That's correct. have... Several guys who were on pace to be NCAA qualifiers. Yeah. So that is the resume of Mason Paris. Great. And then Mason Paris also qualified for NCAAs last year and went 3-2. Uh, and two. Yeah, now, about, about that in a second, but go ahead and continue. Now, Tanner Hall this year has lost to Anthony Kassar, which is fine, ranked above him. <laughs> wow. Ranked, <laughs> thanks for proving your lost point. Wow. How am I going to come across? A guy loses to the defending champion. Hold on. I'd definitely be the first thing I brought up. <laughs> lost to uh, Orndorff, yes. who preseason number 12, and, yeah, was around number 11 when he when he got over him at Journeyman. Yes. So he should have dropped for that. And then the rest of his wins this year, he only has one win over another ranked guy. That's Quinn Miller of Virginia, who's not currently ranked. He's beaten – Give it time. Uh, David Eli, who has a losing record. Josiah Jones, who has a losing record. Mitchell Trigg, who has a losing record. And then a couple non-D1 guys. Wow. Okay. And then – All right. What else you got? Has not – did not wrestle a match – Yes. In January or February of last year. Rest. So the data for last year at this point is basically immaterial to me. Okay, so it all and also the guy here's the guys that he beat to win Midlands. Here's here's the the and I know exactly what you're gonna say. Okay. It's the Conan Jennings win. He beat Hino and Jennings. But as far as I'm concerned, December of last year matters about this much right now. Wow. Yes. How much? Like that if much? You're listening like that at much. home. You're, he was he. It wasn't even an inch between his, his index finger and yeah. his thumb. That's Teeny how tiny amount. Much all right. He thinks well, Midlands matters. No, man. Uh, you make a good point. I think it all hinges on whether or not uh, Orndorff. Uh, goes above Hall for his win, or Hall gets dropped 
uh, for his loss to Orndorff. Uh, I went with rewarding Orndorff because I'm still giving Hall uh, Why not both? some anchor. Yeah. What's that? Why not both? Like your favorite gift that you like to put out on Twitter. You can reward both. Yeah. You can well, you move them above and drop Hall. Right. I, or, I, Orndorff went from 11 to 3, and Hall went from 4 to 5. Just yeah. that, that was what actually happened. So that Right. So that's what happened. So I chose to give Hall a little bit of cushion, a little bit of anchor for uh, placing third already in his career and having plenty of big wins. And Mason Paris, I didn't feel like they had to drop below Mason – uh, that he should be ranked that high. By the way, I picked Mason Paris to win CKLV. The heavyweight upper weight preview is is out right now. It'll be published on the front page shortly. Yeah, right. Uh, but instead, I went back and looked at Mason Paris, and if he had a stronger anchor, if he had a stronger resume of his last career, then I would have said yes, bring both of those guys down, except Orndorff was pretty solid, so I wanted to reward that big win. And I said Hall has done enough in his career and wrestled last year while red You give him credit for a third-place finish? 2017. What before I worked for Flow? Before both of us, yeah. All right, so he gets a little bit there, but he's now on a short leash. And you brought up oh, uh, what, last year's results too for Mason Paris. And again, love Mason. I think he wins, and I think he gets a much higher. He's ranked ahead of all these guys. He's going to be third or fourth uh, at the end of this weekend. But last year at uh, N- or, uh, Big Tens, he lost to Conan Jennings and David Jensen. David Jensen is probably not the starter anymore, Christian Lance, although both are very solid. And then in the NCAAs, he lost to Sam Stahl and then Matt, Matt Stencil. Now, Stencil, as you mentioned, thrice avenged in one month. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever seen anything close to like <laughs> yeah. that before. You lose to a guy at NCAAs, and then you beat him three times in the first month of the next season. That's got to be pretty satisfying. And then Meech Thomas, but none of those guys are ranked ahead. So it's Orndorff who gets the credit for the Hall victory, who gets the cushion. And then Mason Paris, this year, folk style results, hasn't done enough to pass those guys yet. And based on last year's results, hasn't done enough to get the benefit of the doubt. So I I like Mason Paris. I like where you're coming from. And I think it rests on Orndorff. You move down, or Hall, you move down below Orndorff instead of moving Orndorff above Hall. I just didn't see that that way. It was maybe a 50-50, whatever, but I gave Hall a little extra credit. I think it was 50-50 coming into the year, and then after the Orndorff loss, okay, cut. He's not that Dump guy. it. You're ready to All Tanner right. Tanner should have a shorter leash. He's been out of the mix. He you know, he DMP'd last time at NCAAs. Uh I, I think that is a time where you drop him. If it was close between those two before, you lose to number eleven, who was number eleven for a reason because of his resume, and has since lost other matches. I, I think it's very But you don't give so but if 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 Tanner had not wrestled at all last year, but instead he does wrestle at Midlands and he does beat Jennings, Hano, and Stencil. I think that is enough to say he doesn't get the shortest of leashes. He gets a short, short-er leash, but I still give him credit for those wins. All right. We skewered. Steveson, sudden victory. That doesn't matter. But, I mean, he was he was a legit legit dude last year. He hadn't completely fallen off. All I'm saying is with the with the Jacory thing, we talked about Midlands, and I backed you up, and I said it matters less now. That was at Midlands. That's what we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, I'm trying to make the same point. Mason Paris had 15 wins in January and February last year. Tanner Hall had zero. Don't so his that. leash for last year is very minimal. Mm-hmm. Mason I, Paris should be ahead of Tanner Hall. He's going to be ahead of him after this weekend anyway. I, Tanner I, Hall. We agree it's a moot point after gonna, this weekend. He's going to beat me up when he sees me. Because he, wait thinks, for the, no. he thinks I don't like him, which is not true. Wait, who doesn't? Tanner who? Hall thinks I don't like him. Oh, mm. Well, after this, he definitely don't, won't. Fair. Yeah, now he's yeah really after this is you. broadcast No, all here's over what's going to happen. Heavy. You guys aren't even, yeah, we're going to have clarity. You sure? What if they split? They could totally split. That could happen. Oh, and then one more, because I didn't get to do this They one go last one and one, yeah, wow. Why wow. is David Carr ahead of Ryan Deacon? 
Why is he David... beat Young? Who beat? Deacon yeah, twice. Young has to be ahead of Deacon. He beat him twice at NCAAs, and then you beat Young, and you have no other losses this and year. You can put Deacon ahead of Young after going O for him at NCAAs. Yeah, Lost to him twice. NCAAs. No, I understand. I understand that. But no, David Carr, David Carr's resume this year and last year does not warrant him being ahead of Ryan Deacon right now in the rankings. I look, it didn't until he beat Caleb Young, and then it did. Yeah, that's one of those like. It, I see totally where you're coming from, and I wouldn't like I don't know I wouldn't say like, somebody else's rankings wrong if they came out that way, but I would say I don't I don't see it. I say you got to reward for wrestling the top guys now and then move ahead of the guys when they win. I hear and you. I, I see. You like have to I, go back and redo your preseason rankings and say that were wrong. And now sometimes that does happen where you go okay, like you know I gave guys too much credit or you didn't do enough homework beforehand, and then there you know you make those right. corrections. But eh, I didn't see that yet. I don't think there was enough. I'm just saying. Deacon's anchor from last year included wins over Early and Humphreys and NCAAs, Griffin Perriott, uh, John Van Brill, Steve Blyes. This is all in March of last year. Yeah. And Deacon Justin has a Ruffin, lot. Eric Barone, Alec Pantaleo. These are all February and March wins last yes. year. And Deacon that actually has. heavier than just the one win over Young, who I understand beat, beat Deacon twice in NCAAs and played seven Big Tens. But I don't think that win alone should have Carr over Deacon right now. I'm saying I, I understand what you're saying. That gives Deacon more cushion and slack now. I mean, Tanner Hall's completely exhausted yet. We agree <laughs> there. Deacon, though, still still built up a little bit of cushion uh, based on his past results, so he does have some room to lot know, of jostle around and stay up top. All right. Next. Fun well, skewer. You didn't even skewer him. There was no skewering no, from you there. I don't want to skewer. You did the skewering yeah. for us. Yeah, but he, he normally salivates hey, at the thought the, of The Bray Man, uh, uh, the... the uh, our friend David Bray wanted to bring up uh, Bridges and Tucker. That was also in Bridges beat Tucker. He should be ranked ahead of him. That was at the South Florida Wrestling Experience. Boom! So you've, you've been yeah. skewered. Doesn't but count at this point. Also, the Robeson loss this year. I was going to say the only reason uh, Bridges isn't lower was going to be my defense is because we don't really know what a Robeson loss means yet. And Robeson's going to redshirt or right. whatever. So um, yeah, that's why. All right. The next two things we have in the dock are Princeton's weekend from hell. And Penn State <laughs> weekend update. Well, I figured. Kyle, you had you looked like you had a face. Like you oh just well, read no, something. I have uh, an update on yeah, some of the I'm... APBs we put out. Okay. Oh, good. On a uh, couple missing Cowboys. All right, we need that. Uh, so John Smith met with the media yesterday and said that Joe Smith will not wrestle this weekend against Princeton because of the weight descent rule. Likely that we could see him next Friday against Oklahoma, and then Caden G. Feller's fifty-fifty whether he'll go this weekend. So Man. Match time decision, it sounds like. Hmm. Well, what's going on there? Well, yeah, his descent. I mean, if he weighed in what they say he weighed in for the Lehigh duel. I was told four weeks. Four weeks. For That's the a month. Yes. And it was less than a month ago. Bracky learned a lot about calendars. I did. He's like, wait, so to... you're pregnant nine months? How long is that? Yeah. She had to really break it down for him. But now he knows months really well. Okay, good APB update. That's very important. But you guys want to know about Princeton's Weekend from Hell? Let's hear it. So wish we could cue some nice uh, well, metal music. Should we – real quick. Should we wait to do this tomorrow and at uh, Vegas? I will not because be we still have to Vegas. do questions from friends. It's a fair point, and you wrote the article, so let's I'll do, do it quickly. Let's do, let's do Princeton from Hell. Um, so we did. I did the toughest non-conference schedules earlier this season, and of course Princeton was on there. I think they were like fourth or fifth, and a lot of it had to do with this um, weekend, from, weekend hell. from Hell. So on Friday night, they will be in Stillwater, Oklahoma, to take on Oklahoma State, 
in historic Gallagher Iba Arena and uh, get Pitch Glory 4. They met three times last year. Pitch won all of them, but they were all pretty entertaining. Yeah. And Glory was winning in the fifth place match in the third period before Pitch pinned him. Yes. Um, so kind of a crazy match there. And then really interesting, uh, Wyatt Sheets and Quincy Monday, uh, their dads won NCAA titles on the same team at Oklahoma State. And they will wrestle in the gym where their dads wrestled. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, and then Dakota Gear, Pat Brucky will be awesome. Um, but then the interesting part about this is usually when you see weekends like this, they're either they get both duels at home or they're both duels on the road. Um, this is not one of those. Classic hybrid. Uh, they will home. then return right after the duel to Princeton, New Jersey, where number one Iowa will probably already be there waiting on them. Waiting for them. <laughs> yes, waiting on Princeton to return. About time you showed up. So the duels are 42 hours apart and 1,300 miles apart. All right. <laughs> so I, hope, I hope they got that, that Novogratz um, private jet situation going for, for, real. for the Tigers. So if – and it's, it's probably not going to happen, but if every ranked wrestler were to wrestle, um, they, w- they would have 20 matches because two duels, 16 of them would have been against ranked wrestlers. Um, and a l- 10 All-Americans since Spencer Lee's not wrestling. Yeah, that's but, insane. yeah, just an unreal weekend that you don't see very often, especially in non-conference. You see some of these Big Ten teams have it just because the conference is so good, but a non-conference back-to-back like that is pretty insane. Yeah, and I think the when we were at Princeton for the Final X Road Trip is when they were, like, finalizing that because they thought they were going to be on two separate weekends, but then Ayers was like, this is the only week in Iowa can make it work. Like, we gotta back up what, yeah, what we say anytime, any place, anywhere. Like, and if that's, that's what they. If that's the only week they're available, we gotta do it. That's what's crazy is they're gonna make way Friday in Stillwater, and then Iowa's last competition was the Wisconsin duel they just wrestled. So they have a week to make way, and Princeton has oh. less than two days. Holy buckets! Princeton, Oklahoma State, um, one forty nine, D'Angelo versus Boo. Could be very good. Yes. And then I like the true freshman battle, Pearson versus Whitcraft. Uh, and then 84, Stefanik Montalvo <clears throat> could be um, a little bit of swing. Obviously, Oklahoma State probably favored um, in general, but Princeton could nab a couple there. Yeah, and then the the Iowa duel, Quincy Monday gave Caleb Young a tough match last year in Carver, and he's noticeably better. Obviously, so is Caleb Young. But then another All-American for D'Angelo with Pat Lugo. Um, and then at 97, Warner Brucky. They wrestled Warner's redshirt year at Midlands. Brucky won 4-2. They didn't wrestle in the duel last year because Warner, I think, was that U23s? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, and that's like that a, was a real early season. Yeah. And he wasn't back yet or something. And that's a rivalry that goes back to high school. Oh, yeah, both that, Illinois guys. Mm-hmm, that used to be Warner's way. And then, well, there's only been one. But Brucky, as you mentioned, got the better of him there. So, wow, big weekend for... D'Angelo, um, obviously would have liked to have seen Spencer Lee, Pat Glory, um, put out on Twitter yesterday, like that, or a couple days ago. Was curious to see Pat Glory's um, improvements on bottom because he not only hung with pitch, was probably better than pitch on his feet um, in in their matches, and then was in some scrambles with Spencer. Spencer obviously got the better of him every time, uh, but the, the obviously the big issue was getting turned and pinned. Um, that does against tend pitching. to 
Spencer. <laughs> that mitigates a lot of neutral momentum when you get right. turned and pinned. But if he had been able to only get written out or, or you know, get out, then that would show big improvement. On I said part, similar so. stuff throughout my career had I not been able to get turned and pinned. <laughs> what might have been? Uh, yeah, no Spencer, uh, presumably, although they didn't say it, but <laughs> Fort Worth – no, KJ Pilcher's tweet. It wasn't like it wasn't said, but it was just basically like the assumptions that he'll be at, at Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the duel. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, no Spencer for the for glory this time. But I'm sure at some point they will. Their paths shall cross again. Midlands, okay. Perhaps. Hmm. Midlands, perhaps. Yeah, I wonder about that. I wonder if the Fort Worth guys will be back for Midlands. It'd be cool to see. Kind of a quick turnaround. Be a lot cooler if you did. Be a lot cooler if you. You know what I was thinking? Real quick, Fort Worth aside, what if uh, Dayton Fix was like, "What the heck? Why don't I go to Fort Worth? Three-hour drive, get my mitts on Spencer and Soriano, maybe, and a some lot. other dudes." I don't know if he would. It would be a very Dayton Fix move for him oh, to yeah. be like, "What the heck? Why not? Screw I'll just, it. Let's I'll go. Just go." Because you, Jordan Oliver's qualified, but he's going. You can be qualified and go. And you can also block a spot from a qualifier, right? Yep, block a spot. I think Sammy Henson was the guy that used Improve to always go Marco, to, too. They would go to like the last chance qualifiers and be like, "No, last chance, you have to beat me." <laughs> That's awesome. Spot block. I don't know if, but it is weird. Is this the longest gap in Dayton Fix not competing? <laughs> like since I've been aware that he existed, that guy would hit a major tournament every. It felt like once every two months he would wrestle either internationally or nationally or go to somewhere. He's always at everything. Wrestle cadets and juniors. Cadets, juniors. <laughs> so we've seen him so much. It's it's weird. We haven't seen him since Worlds, right? Hasn't yeah. competed since then, which is probably probably a great thing, right, for him to just focus on, on training. I, I doubt that would be awesome. I doubt we see him just because I bet he goes to Rome. Oh, yeah. For ranking series. When in Rome. When in Rome, wrestle the foreigners that are there. <laughs> Currently, that's the old saying. All three styles are only twenty-four wrestlers registered for Fort Worth, so we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye out. File the Freedom of Information Act for that one. Okay, let's get to some questions from friends, real briefly. I kind of have a Q's hard nine thirty stop. S. I don't want to, but I, d- I just need to. What you got a meeting? Yeah, sorry. Um, okay. I do want to talk about this. Can you explain the rules of the Bo Nickel Gordon Ryan match? Not really, but I just <laughs> want to say what's happening. Bo Nickel is basically taking on the Sajalayev of Jiu Jitsu, Gordon Ryan. If Sajalayev and Pat Downey had a baby and it did Jiu Jitsu, it would be Gordon Ryan. Because yep. this guy is a, a like, Sajalayev's like the most humble, like, soft spoken, good dude. Even though he got suspended, which is a separate thing. Um, but he's like the braggadociousness of Pat Downey, but right. like always backed up and he just beats everyone. That's who Bo Nickel's going against. I don't know how that's going to go, but the idea – Bo Nickel's so athletic and so good at wrestling that I think he can at least create some interesting flurries. But he is a massive underdog here. The only thing I know about the rules, and I'm not a jiu-jitsu expert um, – is there's no leg locks, which is basically kind of Gordon's signature move where he like breaks your leg slash tears your knee completely, which is good for Bo. He's so Bo Gordon just like matter of factly is like, yes, um, there will be no leg locks. I will not hurt him. I'm just probably going to 
I'm just going to take his back and strangle him because I want him to do well at the Olympics. He's like, just matter of fact, not going to hurt him because I want him to have fun at the Olympic trials, but I am just going to take his back and strangle him. Okay. That's Gordon. That's Gordon. That's actually mild Gordon Ryan. Yeah. That's just a matter of fact, Gordon. Mostly, he's audacious. He has been living in our Instagram mentions right now and just eviscerating everybody and it's hilarious yeah he takes bodies on the jujitsu mat and also in instagram comments uh so that's that it'll be late saturday night cklv should be over by the time it goes on it's called third coast grappling you can watch it on either flow wrestling or flow grappling and both sites will have a little bit of content about it obviously grappling will have more but we will have some (laughs) but we will definitely have less uh, most interesting match in Penn State versus Lehigh. Any chance we see Berge or Shaq? Well, I think if we see Berge, him versus Humphreys is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say that one. And Well, Wood versus Kassar, but not really. Just because he's just so, so dang good. FRL fact checker. Why don't you put a time limit on ranked wrestlers? If you don't compete for a certain amount of time, you're out automatically. I don't want to put us in a box. You know what? Sometimes we'll say, I mean, no two scenarios are the same. Gable Stevenson and Austin Gomez and, um, you know, it's just different scenarios. Who knows? Yeah, when you hear from coaches that'll, that say this guy's coming back or, you know, an injury or he's coming down to Wade and Austin Gomez's thing, you leave him in because you, you get whiplash putting him in and out. But if it's just, you know, completely MIA, then, yeah, about a month or so and you start taking him out. Yes, yes, yes. I like that rule. I think it's a good rule. I think you put an asterisk in there. I understand the... Thought not to, but I think they're not competing. Take them out. Leave a note about it in the explanations. Jaden doesn't post a lot on social media, but from the few recent picks, it doesn't look like he's growing his body. At what point can we safely assume 86? Well, here on FRL, we've been safely assuming 86 for a while. A little bit. And, uh, yeah, I've always said I think he should go 97, but it sounds like he's just not as big as he was or people think he is and he's going 86 is my prediction right now assumption whatever you want to call it but mm-hmm. we do not have that um that's not from his mouth so it's uh you know grain of salt right uh, how many questions have to be answered before we're considered friends or does one answer suffice no all our friends you're two. all our friends listen you're our friend yeah exactly no it's not two two no this is what? my rule it's wrong. It's not two. Yeah, no bad's wrong. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite CKLV match of all time? It's a good one. This is a good one, and you'll get to watch basically all of them today on Bader's Block Party. Whoa. I'll say uh, – I will say it's Garrett versus Brewer. That was crazy. Oh, wow. That one might not be on there. Backside. What? Yeah, backside issues. Couldn't download it. <sighs> okay. Well, at least it was attempted. Let me just screen record it. Jeez. I don't know. Talk to Bader. Goodness. Call Bader. He said he was having issues. What if we call Bader right now and ask him why he didn't screen record um, Brewer versus Garrett? Ooh. Jordan Burroughs, Jordan Lane was awesome. That was so good. Um, Just one that you're just like, holy crap, is when uh, Darren Caldwell just balled up Lance Palmer. <gasps> that that was, was insane. That, that was, was like, holy cow. Steve Russell up there. When Peters pinned NATO, that was very memorable for me. Mm-hmm. wasn't like a great match. He was on his – NATO was crushing him, and then just – I just remember that very vividly. And just knowing – I mean, I thought NATO had a shot to win a title. He did win a title that year. and uh, But he was still just a freshman. So, like, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, does 
Hayden Bra- Brackey know Country Roads yet? Ask Brock Desert. Uh, I don't think he knows the words yet, but he has heard it. Okay. <laughs> he has heard it. That's good. That's that's what we're yeah. basically getting at. Yep. Who do you expect to be at 57 kilos for the Open besides Spencer Lee and Suriano? Gilman, I don't think so. Cologne is qualified. Graf is qualified. Also, I don't think uh, uh, Tyler Graf should try to make 57 kilos. My yeah. personal opinion. Yes, I agree. Um, so, Vito, yes. Me. Vito, Cruz, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean. Spencer, Suriano, Vito, Cruz, uh Probably not Nation, Nato, Zane Richards, um, Pirelli. Pirelli. I would say those are the main guys. Cool. Sounds really tough. <laughs> Sounds phenomenal. Yeah, we'll have Yanni there uh, at sixty-five. Of course, that'll be really tough. Okay, one more. Uh, who's the currently double-digit ranked wrestler, not named Sammy Sasso, that you can see making the NCAA finals this year? This is a tough one. Um, who do we think that could be? Uh, no one at 25. No way. Probably, um, if anyone is going to do it at 33, it would be Lamont. I don't see that happening. 41G is ranked 10th. I will He's say. Ranked ninth. He's ranked 9th. Crap. So, These are old then. What is this? I'm looking at. This I don't the, know. I would check what's on our site. Okay. What about. Well, it's faster to do it on this, the sheet. Real Woods is a dark horse to yeah. make it. Um you mentioned Sasso is outlawed. He has been banned. Yaya Thomas. I'm saying that name a lot. Okay. That's a good one. Oh, oh no one at 65. No one at 57 either. Although Artelona is pretty dang good. I'll kind of say Artelona, but don't hold me to it. No one at 74. Yeah, 70, 65 and 74 is no way because the top guys are so good. Yeah. Partially. I mean, Bolin's 10 right now. Maybe he could have a huge CKLV and, and jump up. So Bolin Bonacorsi. Bolin's fine. Yeah, Nino. Uh, possible. I don't see anyone at 97. And Heavyweight, could that be one? Jordan Woods right yeah, 10. Wood. Yeah, Wood. yeah, that one sticks possible. out. possible. Yeah. If jo- Jordan, I mean, number two is Cassiope, number three, Hilger. I, sure. Coming into the year, we would probably say, yeah, Wood <laughs> over those guys. With no Gable, it, it could be one of those. <laughs> Types of dudes. Okay. Well, that was the last one. That was the that was the final question. Any parting thoughts? I'm excited for tomorrow to be uh, to be Vegas, boys. Anything else? No. We'll probably talk about uh, the rest of the weekend. Maybe get a little more into uh, Princeton's weekend from hell, Penn State's weekend. We got Pitt, West Virginia tomorrow. Where's their weekend from? Huh? Where's it? So it's Princeton's weekend from hell, Penn State's weekend from. Just I redemption, don't know. redemption, a redemption tour. Oh yeah, the coaches, the the coaches poll has Penn State third behind Nebraska. Cancel that poll. Yeah. Cancel it. Right. I've tried to cancel it. It's terrible. Coaches, that, coaches should not be involved in rankings. What are they? I mean, some coaches have tried to cancel it. That many coaches are like, why am I? I don't have time to do this. And and third, Penn State third behind Arizona State. I mean, it'd be one thing. It would be. Would be not be wise, but if you put Arizona State ahead of them, it'd be like okay, head that head head makes yeah. sense since they beat them. But they put it's Nebraska second, Penn State third, Arizona State fourth, which none of that is right. It's all wrong. That's not how any of this works. It's not how any of this works. Come on, guys, get it together. Penn State. That to me is like a little anti Penn State sort of 
little. All right, let's let's kick them while they're not that it really not that yeah. they care, but I don't know why you would do that. Nebraska's not the second best team in the country, and I think Nebraska's. We've been talking about how good they are all year long, but I just ain't going. We have there. number three. What you got, Bracky? You're, you're scrolling. You look uh, like you got well, something to say. This is the first time since 2015 Penn State's having to bounce back from a dual loss. That's stupid. <laughs> 16 in a row. <laughs> That's insane. 2015. First I time was there since for 2009 that they you were there for the last loss. Record. I was or, in Gallagher Iowa when they lost to Oklahoma State in oh, 2015. That, that was that was a that was their last loss. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. That was close. That's when uh, Bites Hurt Kindig uh-huh. and Alton Kalika. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. That was a tough scene. Tease and tease. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Caleb, we're good to go, buddy. Feel free to play us out in the back. You guys probably miss Caleb. I miss him, too. We got to get him next week. Maybe next week. Let's get him on here again. He's got big. He can tell us Bigfoot he, stories. He's got a lot of stuff cooking. Uh, I can't wait. We really should have him just have a mic in the back and just ready to yeah. always insert himself in the show. He's a, he's a man with a lot to say. And whether he knows a lot about wrestling, that doesn't matter. You know, he's still our friend. Back on it. Thanks so much for listening to 435 episodes of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I know some of you have. And uh, for that, I'm very thankful. We will be back tomorrow at a time, TDB, in Las Vegas. It'll probably be like... I want to say TV. noon Vegas time, so... I get there very early us. Vegas time. Me so. too. I think we have the same... Yeah. Early, flight. six something. Well, we don't flight do. in the morning. Yeah. 6 a.m. American. You and I are definitely on the same flight. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Did you check in? Check in? I tried to check in. They don't have my TSA pre-check in there, so I got to call and get that whole situation rectified. But hey, no one cares about that, probably. <laughs> but you might. You should get TSA pre-check. There are some people here that don't have TSA pre-check and I feel like you should yeah, get it. It's definitely worth it. Bader and Mike don't have it. This is two people that should have it. They literally By live on planes. Part. Yeah. Bader has clear though, I think. He has clear. Not yeah. anymore. He doesn't? Well, alright, whatever. Get yeah, you just lied. He's lying. <laughs> to America. I I but now I don't know. <laughs> all I'm right. not 100% sure. See you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. <laughs>